0: Welcome to Season 8 of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping coaches, teachers, and leaders of all types become their best through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. Each week, we'll discuss inspirational, impactful, and motivational quotes to help you become your best as you work to lead your teams to become their best. So make sure you've laced them up tight, you're focused on your target, and you're ready to dive in to today's Great Quotes for Coaches. Well, hi everybody. Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And today, yes, we are finally going to start talking about my team's core covenants. Um, although, while I, we're going to do that this week, next week, uh, I realized... We are hitting episode 200 of the podcast, and that will, you know, that will demand a a little bit of a celebration, I think. Uh, You know, you hit those milestone kinds of, um, in this world, episodes, uh, in other worlds, um, you know, any kind of milestone, and you want to kind of celebrate them. So next week, we'll probably do something uh, of a recap kind of thing. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, but yeah, I might I might move away from uh, our core covenants next week and then come back to them after that. So you know, we'll see. But today we definitely are talking about the concept of our core covenants for our t- for my basketball team. Those of you have followed uh, the podcast for a while, especially over the last uh, month or two, you know that I've been talking about how um, I would be doing this. I'm talking about what my team my, my uh, Varsity Boys basketball team has chosen to uh, focus on this year uh, to to become the identity we would like our team to have and, um, and the concept of core covenants. And I've talked about covenants before, so I'm not going to do an exhaustive uh, discussion on covenants in general today, but I will just say that, you know, the concept uh, – it's the core values that you have for your program, your your team standards. But um, you know, we like the term core covenants, and I'm going to say we uh, because I came that concept came to me from Bruce Brown at Proactive Coaching. That's where I first heard the term. Uh, well, I'm of course heard the term covenant before, uh, and but the concept of core covenants for teams. Um, you know, came from, uh, my first, you know, exposure to Bruce Brown, uh, when I saw him speak, uh, at a coach at, let's see, athletic directors conference it was the first time I heard him speak. And I imagine he talked about core covenants then, if not, it was at a coach's clinic later that summer. And if not, then it was at our school that later that summer that, um, when he came and spoke. So it was one of those times when I first heard about core covenants. And the idea that, you know, a covenant is a binding agreement between two parties. Uh, they're made out of love and respect. Just, you know, kind of like the marriage covenant, you know, is, that falls in the category of a covenant. Well, when we're, talk, and when we're talking about teams, of course, we're talking about what people agree to um, do, you know, for their team. And the key to a covenant is that you can see it in action. And so when we talk about covenants, we're talking about things where we say, okay, this is what you will, th- this is the value that we're focused on. And then this is what you will see from me based on me committing to that covenant. Okay. And so the idea here is that we want to show um uh, live excuse me not just show but live by certain values as members of this team as members of this program and so uh what we do is we you know with my teams you know i i have us meet before the season we'll have open gyms throughout you know the uh, at, at october before the the season begins in November and um we will meet before um, some of those. I think we met six or seven times to really establish this. Now, remember, this is my first year coaching this group, first year back with this uh, this team. Uh, I had coached at this school a couple times before, uh, but this is my first time back with the varsity team. And um, so it I had to reestablish with them, or, or establish with them. Some of them would remember what uh, I was doing with, because I coached. At the, uh, I've coached at the middle school in our in our community, you know, for the last seven, eight years, whatever it's been. And so we do core covenants with them too, just not in in as um, extensive a way as we do with the with the high school team. And so I needed to establish or reestablish based on which kids we were talking about. Uh, what the concept of core covenants is, and then uh, start working our way through, okay, how do we want to establish them? What do we want to have as our covenants? And uh, and why, you know, so we went through a whole process. And some other time we can talk about that. Um, the best way to find out about that is go to proactivecoaching.info and um, check out the, Bruce's booklet, First Steps to Creating Successful Teams, because that's where he explains core covenants. Or get the captains and coaches DVD or have us out to speak and do that um, presentation or the captains and coaches workshop because that's where we really start uh, getting you working on creating covenants with your teams So that that workshop is outstanding. Um, but the presentation, first steps to creating great teams is also uh, you know an, an outstanding way for you to learn how to do covenants with your teams. So so we did that. We did that process prior to the season, and um, and then we have started, you know, building. We, we, I've given them the four core covenants that those who came to the meetings, uh, we had quite a few different kids come to the meetings over the course of the preseason. Uh, and then, you know, so we established four covenants, and um, and we have actually not even started talking. Today we will start talking about that. Um, and we'll start going through what our covenants are, um, you know, today and this week. Um, We have been doing all kinds of other, uh, laying the foundation, if you will, laying the groundwork for the kids in the program who were not part of, you know, creating these. Uh, We've been talking about all kinds of other things just to get to this point, and so now we're ready to talk about our four covenants, and and we'll do one, kind of probably one each week is probably how we'll do it, and I will have for you with our covenants today, I've got a variety of quotes, I don't know if I'll read every one of them, uh, but I've got uh, eight quotes here that I will, uh, my, my players will be um, seeing and will be talking about. I'm not sure if I'll do all eight with you or if I'll do all eight today. Maybe I'll do four today and four next. We'll see. Um, but I'm going to start with, uh, and I don't just give them quotes. I talk about what this covenant is. And so, you know, I'll reestablish with them what a, what covenants are. And then this first one uh, and why we have chosen it. And the first one is discipline. And I, I have found that discipline, just me personally, Discipline is one of the three most important elements that we must have in any relationship situation, Uh, whether it's um, teams, especially a team setting, but any, any, or any, I said relationship situation, I, I, I'm going back and forth on how I want to do this because I'm probably going to do something, whether it's a book or a presentation or both or whatever on three characteristics that I think are so critical in any kind of a team setting or any kind of a work setting, any kind of a relationship-based setting. Uh, And those three things that I've really come to, to, you know, find are so important are discipline, uh, communication or communication skills and character. And and I, I just think, when you have all three of those really good things happen, and when you're missing any one of those three, you're setting yourself up for problems and uh and so, I love that the boys chose discipline as one, and we had great discussions by the way on a variety of um characteristics behavioral traits that uh you know we were looking at doing. I really thought we were gonna go with a couple of others that we didn't go with, Uh, the, the discussions were outstanding. And the boys focused on discipline as one of the most important elements that we needed to have. And I'm doing that one first with them because our teams really need to understand this concept. And I think a lot of people hear the word discipline and immediately think negative because discipline is so often associated with punishment. But I often, I always, you know, when I, I'll, do the presentation, First Steps to Great Teams at schools, or I'm doing uh, life lessons for athletes with the athletes, and we talk about discipline in there, I'll often say, uh, "Oh, I get to be an English teacher today. Because discipline is thought of as a negative when it is used as a verb, to discipline. Because that is when people mean, oh, you're going to punish someone. But discipline, when it's used as a noun, is a great word. It's a very positive word, actually. And the way, you know, uh, Bruce likes to say it, and so hence we use this definition uh, whenever we, we talk about it, discipline is merely focused attention and focused effort. We'll be back after a quick break. The coaching conversation. 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders Drive Greater Teamwork, Collaboration, Cooperation, Greater Attitudes, Better Motivation, Coaching Career Development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. And I always say it's when you focus your attention and focus your effort on doing what needs to be done, doing it the proper way to accomplish whatever task it is that you're doing, and then doing it that way every time. You're working to accomplish that kind of task, so whenever you need to do it, if you do that, you have discipline. And it's like, well, that's uh, that's a great way to look at the concept, right? And and I've even I even say to the kids sometimes there isn't even a task though. There's just living your life. There's just living your life with the various disciplines that we need. You know, the discipline of punctuality, just being on time. Uh the discipline of caring about your teammates, the discipline of hard work, the discipline of finishing a job, the discipline of there's so many different disciplines. Okay. It's a choice that that you make to have discipline or to not have discipline. And let's face it, it's a choice we make it's it's a choice we make numerous times every single day. To have the discipline or to not have the discipline? That is the question, right? <laughs> so, um, uh, and, and this is, is, think about, for me, I always use the example of food or drink or something like that when I, when I speak to teams, when I speak to schools, uh, and I talk about the refrigerator for me. And that's where I have my biggest discipline issues, you know, Um, Choosing the right foods to eat, Uh, not drinking, uh, and I'll be doing this with my team, uh, not drinking monster energy drinks. Uh, I have been addicted to monster energy drinks for years. Uh, I don't drink them for the energy. I just love the flavor, but I know they're so bad for me. And, um, And so I will be having a monster energy drink with me when I talk to my team, About this and say, this is it. I am not going to do this the rest of this season. And then hopefully, of course, after that, I've already created the discipline of not needing to drink this anymore, and I will continue to do it after the season. Um, And I've done that a few times over the last few years. My son has wanted me to stop drinking them for years, and uh, I did. I finally did a a couple of years ago right before my surgery or while I had my surgery and uh, and then was recovering from it. And it was like, I went two or three, two months, two and a half, three months, whatever it was, without drinking a Monster. And I think it was right before the surgery. And then I had one the day of the surgery, um, that, like afterward, and I was like, eh, this doesn't taste that good now. You know, and I was like, great, I've I've kicked the habit. And then I had one the following weekend. I was like, well, I'll just have one for, on Saturday. And I'll just do it on the weekend. And then just doing it on the weekend became just doing it on the weekend and one day during the week. And then one day, and, and I was back in the habit. And then I got off of it again more recently. And again, no, it lasted only a week or two. And so it's a discipline thing. And I have I lack discipline when it comes to that Thing. But I lack discipline with other elements of my life. You know, I want to get up every morning at five between five and five thirty. Well, some mornings it's five forty five, some mornings it's six, and you know, and I'm okay with on the weekend getting up at six thirty or whatever, but I want to have that discipline. And there are days I'm great with it, and there are days when I'm not. And that's a very human thing. But discipline, a huge part of discipline is habits. And I love the book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Highly recommend it. The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Highly recommend it. Um, What was Brendan Burchard's book? I have it on the shelf behind me, but I'm not going to turn around and look for it. Um, Highly Effective Habits. I can't. Well, that was uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People with Stephen Covey. And then you've got uh, High Performance Habits. That's what it was, Brendan Burchard. There's all kinds of books on habits that are great it comes down to discipline, (laughs) having the discipline to stay with your habits. So create habits. And anyway, Atomic Habits, though, um, I highly recommend that. I think James Clear's, that book was the most uh, purchased book or most read book of the year. Uh, Anyway, extremely important. So You know, discipline and having discipline is is essential to being coachable, uh, I'll be telling my players, because athletes or discipline can take correction as a compliment, uh, because they understand that's what we're trying to help them with, okay? We're trying to help them um, become better. And so, you know, um, when they show this, you know, type of discipline, they demonstrate that focused attention, that focused effort that we're talking about, Okay. And then once they can learn discipline in their sports, they can start using that elsewhere in their lives. And so we really want to focus on doing all that we can to create great discipline um, in, in not only our sports lives, but everywhere. Okay. Like I said, I think it's a key to success in so many ways. So so let me read a few quotes to you because this is great quotes for coaches. Um, so let me read a few quotes for you about discipline. The first one comes to Bob, from Bobby Knight, and I used I loved this definition, whether you like Bobby Knight or not. Love this definition, and it's kind of what I just said, what I use often with when I'm uh, defining discipline. Discipline is knowing what to do, knowing when to do it, doing it to the best of your abilities, and doing it that way every single time. And that's really, really good. Uh, Pat Riley said, "Discipline is not a dirty word." Pat Riley, the former NBA player and former NBA great c- coach for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, Miami Heat. Now, the was he president or whatever he, whatever his role is uh, for the Miami Heat? But discipline is not a dirty word, right? We think of it as a dirty word when we think of it dealing with punishment, but it's not. Forrest Gregg, former offensive lineman for the Green Bay Packers, way back under. Vince Lombardi. I believe in discipline. You can forgive incompetence. You can forgive lack of ability. But one thing you cannot ever forgive is lack of discipline. (laughs) And Lou Holtz, former college football coach, without self-discipline, success is impossible, period. And he puts the word self in front of discipline. But I always kind of think all discipline is self-discipline, isn't it? Other than the punishment type, when somebody else is disciplining, you know, having to instill it in you. But then, doesn't it come back to, yeah, but you're still the one having to do it. So, um, Pete Carrill. He was the basketball coach at Princeton University during Princeton's heyday of being the team that everyone loved to watch other than the teams that... um. to play him, or if you didn't like slow down, just um, a slow down basketball game that was extremely disciplined. He had really smart kids. They weren't always the greatest athletes, but gosh, he could just get his teams to pick other teams apart, and they hated playing against him. So I've got three quotes from him. He said, the strength of my Princeton teams has always been attitude, intelligence, and discipline. And then the next quote was, the sterner the discipline, the greater the devotion. I like that. The, the more focused I am on that discipline and having that strong, stern discipline, the greater the devotion to doing things the right way. And then he said, if my players work hard every day, then they don't have to worry about game plans or where they play or whom they play or about rankings and so on. They have their daily behavior. Their discipline to fall back on. They have their daily behavior, their discipline to fall back on. That's that concept of habits. That's that concept of doing what needs to be done whenever it needs to be done at all times, or you know, all the times that you need need to do it. And it's that concept of focused attention and focused effort. When you do those things, good things are going to happen for you. I love that concept um, and I love these quotes on discipline because they really get at the heart of what discipline is about and the importance of it and I think you can see why um you know why we probably my team chose this concept of discipline because really like like Lou Holtz said you know without discipline success is impossible you know you have to have the discipline and This is one of the things that my team has been learning throughout this season is these teams we face, they're very disciplined about what they do, how they do it. I mean, they still have freedom within their their play to do the things they do well, but it's based on an element of discipline. This is who we are. This is how we behave. This is what we need to do to be our best. Well, that's what we're trying to accomplish. That's what we're trying to do as well with my team. And so I'm so glad they chose discipline as one of our um as one of our uh, core covenants because it's critical it's going to be critical to our success that we absolutely focus as we continue through this season but also over the course of you know however many seasons you know I'm coaching them uh it needs to be one of the the key elements that we're going to want to have to create the success that we're seeking. And so this is a a great one to start with. And like I say, it's one that that my boys need and that we all need in order to create the success that we want to see in life. And so I highly recommend you work to have your own discipline and you work to instill discipline in whatever kind of team that you're leading or to help the people on your teams uh, have the discipline necessary for the success you seek. All right, great job with that one. I love that. Like I said, next week, um, I might just continue on with our covenants. Uh, We'll see. But I might, as it'll be episode 200, uh, we might do a little milestone thing and and kind of a little celebration. But we'll see. So uh, come back, find out what, uh, what I chose to do next week on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And I'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode please do me a favor and leave a rating and a review and then subscribe to the podcast. Ratings and reviews and subscriptions are really helpful in getting more ears and more listeners getting a chance to hear podcasts. What we wanna do is spread the messages of hope and inspiration from these great quotes to as many coaches, teachers, parents, and leaders of all types as possible. Also, check out our Slam Dunk Success site at slamdunksuccess.com and the Slam Dunk Success YouTube channel, where we have much more for you to help you on your road and your journey to success. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches.